everyone, Rob Kress here, Root Pharmacist Radio. Welcome to another episode. Uh, always be sure to follow us on Instagram at Root Pharmacist as well as Facebook. So listen, uh, on the last episode or two episodes ago, um, I talked about the flu vaccine, right? And it can be quite a polarizing topic, but you know, what's the end goal we're looking for? Well, we're looking not to get the flu, but I guess you can also drive that down to say we're looking to boost our immune system and keep our immune system strong enough. You know, it's a very interesting thing, and I always look back at this. Um, years and years and years ago, I was actually looking to move to Hawaii and buy a coffee farm. Um, wanted to get out of pharmacy. Uh, but as doing my research, came across like like the father of organic coffee growing, grandfather of, and um, he actually said, you know, it was very interesting. He doesn't use pesticides or anything like that and says just to create – if you create a healthy host through the proper diet and care, then you don't need to worry about the bugs taking it over and breaking the host down, which is so true you know, for us humans, meaning if we keep us strong, us as a host, then we really shouldn't have much of a worry um, aside from you know epidemic like bubonic plagues and stuff like that, right? So today, what I want to talk about, I'm kind of, you know, the whole flu vaccine, when I talked about my stance is freedom of choice. I don't believe in mandatory vaccinations. Um, I also believe that, it, you know, if someone wants it, wonderful. If someone doesn't want it, wonderful. But in any case, I hope everyone takes the right steps through lifestyle strategies uh, to keep their immune system strong. So today, what I want to talk about is both stress and inflammation on your immune system. It's very interesting. Um Stress and inflammation, they, they parallel each other in so many different ways. How things react in the body, um, you know, both of them in moderate amounts, episodic amounts are a good thing because they provide adaptogenic effects. They strengthen our body. Um, they allow ourselves to build and be stronger. Um, it's in the case where they become chronic that things go awry. Uh, and then they can start breaking our body down or allowing our body to be breaking down, allowing, um, other infections or pathogens to take hold. So a properly operated immune system, it's like a puzzle. There's a lot of pieces going on. And it, we'd like to say we know a lot about it. And we do know a lot about it. But I honestly think we're just – the research is still at the tip of the iceberg. Uh, there are many pieces fitting together really that we can for what we know now to help you cruise through the season though. So we are at an advantageous point um, point in time to help you avoid the coughs, the colds, and the flus that seem to sideline a lot of people. So managing stress, getting enough rest, eating right, dialing the proper amount and types of exercise, all these play a significant role. What many people don't realize is that both runaway stress and inflammation, because remember I said they, they, they mirror each other, they parallel each other. When they're not addressed, when they become chronic, they can completely neuter any attempts that you have made with supplements, vaccinations, medic medication therapy, or whatever. So both inflammation and stress can provide great benefits, as I mentioned, right, to our health. And that's short term in the episodic amounts, strengthening and rebuilding muscles, vessels, making us stronger, healthier, and more resistant to disease. It's when this inflammation and stress becomes chronic, then they throw a wrench into our metabolic, our hormonal, and yes, our immune systems. Cortisol. Okay, this is the element of stress, plays a direct role in regulating inflammation. So here's how they work together. Now, uh, a, a brief description of cortisol and stress. Um, you know, our cortisol 
is at its lowest of the day around 4 a.m. And then it starts to slowly creep up. And this is in a healthy body and how it should help. Now, uh, around the seven-ish hour, whenever you start waking up, it's going to start going up, going up. And it's probably going to peak on average, say, if you woke up at seven, around 10 o'clock. So it gets you up, gets you started for your day. Then it's going to slowly and gradually decline throughout the day, uh, allowing you later in the night to be relaxed and to get to sleep. Uh, cortisol plays a role in our daily life and living strategies that way. Now, there are reasons that might spike cortisol a little more during the day. The two common things would be eating. So you usually see a spike after like a lunchtime or, so, or dinner time or what have you. As well as exercise. So it's another reason why I don't recommend people to exercise too late at night before bedtime. They might have trouble sleeping. So cortisol's role it plays a strong role in our fight or flight response as well. So, you know, we are designed to handle stress in short periods, in episodic periods, not chronic. You know, there's the example that you've probably heard before. We'll go to primal days. Um, say you're hunting for food like animals or maybe um, – foraging for nuts and berries in the Serengeti, uh, and suddenly there comes a tiger, and the tiger's chasing you. Well, at that point, your body is going to utilize the fight or flight system, right? Hopefully, in this case, you know to flight, um, if it's a tiger, uh, to basically take all the energies of the body and put it where it needs it, in the muscles, right, in the brain, so you can think accurately, acutely, muscles to get you physically out of there. And it's going to take it away from other places where you don't need it then, like digestion. And that's a reason why chronic stress actually can um, have a negative impairment or have a negative effect on the digestive tract. What's interesting as we're talking about this whole thing, within the digestive tract is where we create 80% of our immune cells. So – that's why we're designed for the tiger to go away, you know, and then we have periods of rest and repair. So that is how our body wants to operate. Strong, focused work and attention and periods of rest and repair. I alluded that in, to the, in just the past um, podcast where I talked about morning rituals and stuff like that. So as I mentioned, cortisol plays a direct role in regulating inflammation. Although when stress becomes chronic, the effectiveness of the cortisol to regulate inflammation wanes because what happens is our body becomes resistant. Uh, immune cells also become insensitive to cortisol's regulatory effect, promote the development and progression of many diseases. So, you know, the example I like to give of this, say if you walk into a room and there's a particular odor, well, generally, if it's not too obnoxious, if you're in there for about 10 minutes, you don't really notice it anymore. Well, that's what happens with the body when we're talking about stress um, and cortisol levels. They and, you know, for the same point, even insulin levels, you know, in a hyperinsulin state, the body doesn't recognize it's there and it keeps drawing upon more and more and more. So. There's a ton of research in an area called psychoneuroimmunology, which is the study of how a central nervous system interacts with hormonal and immune systems. Researcher Sheldon Cohen, PhD, he's a professor of psychology at Carnegie Mellon University. Uh, within his research in his labs, he found that stressed people's immune cells become less sensitive to cortisol, just like we were saying. They are unable to regulate the inflammatory response, and therefore, when they are exposed to a virus – the more likely to develop a cold one is. Uh, Doc Cohen also found that a shorter sleep duration accompanied by viral exposure, so that could be any of the bugs floating around in the wintertime or anytime, was associated with increased susceptibility to the common cold. 
Now let's backtrack towards to inflammation. Uh, as far as inflammation is concerned and its relationship with stress, chronic stress leads to elevated inflammatory markers. Um, IL-6, interleukin-6, is a common inflammatory marker that will be studied. Sustained levels of IL-6 has been linked to persistent infections, impaired healing, chronic disease, osteoporosis, arthritis, type 2 diabetes, and even cancer. In one particular study, individuals who reported more stressful symptoms showed increases in the IL-6 levels, the interleukin-6 levels, for two weeks following the vaccination of the flu virus. While there was little change in IL-6 levels in those who reported little or no symptoms of stress. So right there, you go into a vaccine stressed uh, under the, you know, if you're enduring chronic stress. And chances are we're gonna, your inflammatory levels are going to be sustained for a long period of time, which could lead to a chronic issue. Speaking of these vaccinations, for a vaccine to work, there needs to be both an antibody response as well as the response by the immune T cells. Changes in immune response by stress can neg negatively impact both antibody and T cell response to viral vaccines. So research on this is very interesting. Um, under various types of stressors, students had a weaker response to the hep B vaccine. Caregivers of dementia patients Look, these are two different groups that undergo a lot of stress. Um, exhibit a weaker antibody and T cell response to the flu, pneumococcal, and meningitis vaccines. So as you can see, managing stress is a major piece of the puzzle. Stress management techniques, far and wide, we've talked about these before. Um, meditation, prayer. I like to practice in the art of silence. You know, it's so important for all of us just to find solitude. Um, nature provides this for us. If you were even just to sit inside your house and look at the window and stare at a tree, uh, stare at the branches or the space between the branches is one of my favorite things. That really brings me mindful. It brings me present. Um, these are all techniques that one can do. Uh, adequate rest balanced with proper exercise and work, that's very important, right? Um, exercises or movement things such as Tai Chi or yoga can be very helpful. And meta, you know, the mindfulness is very critical, plays a strong role. Um, you can check out mindfulness-based stress reduction, like the work of John Kabat-Zinn. Um, it's a way that just helps keep you present. And, you know, when we say meditation and stuff, it doesn't have to seem too esoteric. Um, you know, it, it certainly has become a mainstream. We shouldn't be surprised on it. And something as simple as walking can be a meditation. Um, there are walking meditations. Uh, eating can be a meditation. So whatever you're doing is essentially an open window or a door from door to mindfulness. So, what else can we do? Supplements. Natural supplements play a huge role. Um, one of the reasons people can't sleep or under stress is a chronically active mind. Just can't slow it down. For this, I like inhibitory neurotransmitters. Uh, things like L-theanine or GABA, maybe some glycine, the amino acid, they work together very well. Kind of a relaxation of mind and body. Um, the supplement actually I always go to first is just good old magnesium glycinate. Um, they add the glycine molecule for the further relaxation, but 
you know, with so many people so deficient and not even getting the RDA and magnesium, doesn't it, doesn't it make sense to start there? Uh, there's other supplements I like, like Relora, one of my favorites. This has a great effect on both cortisol and DHEA, meaning if either one is high, it can help bring it down. If either, either one's too low, it can help bring them up. And there's a whole lot more. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of give you some insight on how stress and inflammation can challenge one's immune system, um, as well as some tips and strategies that we could do to balance that out. So once again, Rob Kress here from Root Pharmacist Radio. Really appreciate you tuning in here. I'm uh, here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you, you, you got us where you can find us. Uh, check back in. Check us out over on Instagram at Root Pharmacist, Facebook for Root Pharmacist, and our websites, functionalpharmacy.com and rootpharmacist.com. So thank you so much. Have a happy and healthy day, and we'll take, take care, and we'll talk soon.